The following podcast discusses alternative sexual practices in loving and detailed terms, and as such may not be appropriate for young children, anyone who has recently lost their chief of staff, or your grandmother. Then again, I've never met your grandmother. She could be kinkier than anyone realizes. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to a Harry Prone Companion, a podcast of wholesome kink and perverted crafting. I'm Sir Arcane. Lansing Mike uh, is out today. He had a conflict. So instead, we have special guest, Pup Bravo. Hello, puppy. How are you? You are are a good dog. You are, like me, not completely healthy puppy. No, it's been been an interesting week this last week for that. Bravo and I, we went to Creek Ridge last weekend. And we both came home with Concred. Uh, I'm not exactly sure how we got it or who gave it to who or what, but yeah. But yeah, this past week has been um, very phlegmy. Uh, lots of fluids. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It seems like every year when the weather starts to change, I end up getting a cold. So I don't know. It might be just that time of year. It's really hard to say. Yeah, I've been checking my temperature and that's been in the normal range so so that's good so we know it's just a cold mm-hmm. um my pulse ox has dipped a bit overnight so i've had to adjust my cpap on that um so yeah that that's fun but yes pop bravo who i've been talking about and if you've been following the podcast religiously which well not religiously but regularly if you listen listen to last week's episode you heard him uh, advertise the butters with me, and I thank you for that. Yeah, and we have been enjoying Creek Ridge quite a bit this year. And oh. last weekend, we went to Creek Ridge again for a full weekend. Uh, yeah, I actually yeah. ended up taking Friday off. Oh, uh, yeah. For that. You even bought some special equipment for the weekend. Oh, yeah. Yep. Got a, we- new, uh, a new uh, pup hood for that. That was uh, is what uh, is one of the new uh, Mister S uh, Frisky hoods that they just released. Ended up uh, getting that, and I had to actually wait for UPS to deliver it on Friday before we ended up heading out to camp. And uh, it was well worth the wait, wasn't it? It it was that yes that that new hood looks very good on you, and it being neoprene is uh, much more forgiving of you know hot, cold, and water than say your your leather one but which, oh, yeah that 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 leather camo one that you have is just such a showpiece um it, yeah it looks so good but yeah you can't got to be careful with that one. Oh yeah it's definitely one of a kind i do like it but uh i think i'll like the uh, neoprene one better but we'll see how time goes along with that depends on what you're using them for right oh, if exactly. you're uh, you know, if you're just in a bar having a, a drink, well, actually, the neoprene one might be better for that because the, the chin's open there. But yeah, if you're uh, if you're showing off, like if you were to, I don't know, go for Mister Michigan Puppy, I I I'd go in the uh, the the leather one. Um, yeah, just because that that is so striking and so neat through the uh, fog of 
the cold and the cold medicine. I'm trying to remember everything that was did or done um, there. Here, got. So yeah, we spent the entire weekend in one of the improved sites. So we had power and water. Didn't need to use the water, but yeah, the the power helped uh, be able to light everything up and you know, me actually able to breathe at night. Oh yeah, that's for sure. Yeah, I I got better sleep, but. Yeah, I also kind of sort of made a big goof that um, Lancey Mike likes to say, tuition paid, lesson learned. Well, I learned a lesson. So one of our neighbors actually rented out two adjacent sites, one to sleep on and one to set up a a sling in a 10-man tent. Got to hear that sling being used a couple times, uh, but they always had the windows up, could never see it. So, and then after they set that up, um, the guys who did it offered me an edible. I asked how, how strong was it? He said five. I'm like, oh, okay, I think I can handle a five. And then later that day kind of crashed for 13 and a half hours, according to my CPAP. I was out. That was the first night, wasn't it? Yeah, that that was yeah between fr- yeah just between Friday and Saturday. Um, yeah, I uh, I ended up sleeping a lot and <laughs> missing out on a lot of well, not a lot of the fun, but yeah, slept a lot and rather you know unpleasantly found out when I first set up the the cot that the head was lower than the feet, and I'm like, oh crap, this is awful. Um, so yeah, I had to flip that around. Yeah, it's funny how that works on those sites sometimes too, where you think the level's one way and it's not really. I know with the site we had, there was actually a tree in the middle of it. So it's like where we had the tent set, it was kind of weird where I was because I was actually turned around the other direction from where you were. But I think the whole thing was kind of sloped around away from the tree, but it ended up working out. Yeah, finally able to, yeah, got myself turned around. That felt a lot better. Um, yeah, I mean, we spent most of the time, uh, in the pool, just, you know, hanging out, being friendly. You talk to the owners about possible improvements for the new season. Oh yeah. We'll see what happens with that. I know they're kind of still waiting to, um, wait for a better, uh, internet service provider, but before they end up, uh, talking about doing that, but then kind of looking into seeing about maybe doing some, uh, fi or something at camp. We'll see how that works out. Yeah, uh, it, it, it's all a matter of money. I'm, I'm sure if they throw enough money mm-hmm. at AT&T or Verizon or whomever, they'd be able to get a line to the camp. Um, That's with everything. It's all time and money, it seems like. Yeah, and, and there's never enough of either one. Nope. On Yeah, it was on Saturday that we finally went back to the back 40. Mm-hmm. Um, and I got to give you a good stretching and I, I was just amazed that even, you know, Saturday afternoon, you were quite well cleaned out. What, whatever you've got going in your diet. Um, yeah, it, it does wonders. <laughs> yeah, don't, oh, don't, didn't have to worry about that at all. I mean, yeah, what, I know it takes a while to get cleaned out, but I think I finally figured out how to do that. Took a while to get there, but I think we're finally there. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, there were one or two bits, but I mean, that's to be expected, especially as deep as we're going, because, mm-hmm. yeah, we're we're going definitely getting past the second sphincter and yeah, getting to play with your bladder a bit and those nice, deep muscle rings. And yeah, that, those are fun. <laughs> I don't yeah, like the way you feel up in there. Yeah, I know. It's kind of hard to explain how it feels, too. It's just like it just feels so good. It's like I can't really describe it. It, it it feels good that that's that's really all you need to know and you're like oh oh more please oh oh ooh, 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 too much too much too much mm-hmm. and then yeah we find that that nice happy spot and just yep. rub it gently and we have a lovely creamy explosion and, um, yeah i think that's actually the deepest that you've actually got in me so far but for how long that i've actually been fisting it's like you know, kind of work it slowly working on it. Yeah. I mean, it, eventually I have a feeling, you know, get past the elbow in you get, you know, get, figure out all of your curves and who knows, maybe tickle your hole with my armpit hairs. That, that'd be a neat <laughs> trick. Hey, you never know. Anything's possible. It's just a matter of time. Matter of time, matter of practice. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, let's see here. Was it before we started or after we finished that um, the gentleman, one of the gentlemen who set up the slip pit? Oh, he um, was there beforehand. Oh, yeah, that, that's right, because you had uh, run off to get some paper towels. Yep. Because uh, we had forgotten that. So, yeah, had a, a pleasant chat with uh, one of the gentlemen who, uh, you know, one of the seasonals who set up the slip pit. And he gave us our first dog tags, which apparent, which are a thing at Creek Ridge. They give out dog tags for all sorts of events, but we'd never been in the right place or the right time uh, to get dog tags before. So, yeah, it sounds like they're going to end up doing that again next year too, because everybody enjoyed that so much. Yep. And I can add those to my existing dog tags for Mr. Friendly and uh, the Mavericks. So uh, yeah, that will, uh, (laughs) you I've seen some guys there who just have this you know, massive rack of dog tags hanging from their neck. And I'm like, that, that must get heavy. That, that can't be oh, all yeah. that comfortable. Uh, yeah, they want to display it though. And they, they want to show off their devotion to CRC. And yeah, I mean, if, you know, I'll probably end up wearing those tags um, to the bar nights over the winter, um, you know, as conversation pieces, um, yeah, and be like, what the heck is a slip hole? I'm like, oh, <laughs> let me tell you, it is a wonderful, slimy experience that, um, it's yeah, so that, hard to describe that. It, it's like, it's like soaking in cool, thick pancake batter. It's, it, it's, it's just a lot of slimy fun is what it is. Oh yeah. It's so different of an experience. And they're planning on, on having that again um, next year, which, yep. you know, makes sense. That was quite the investment. Um, oh, and they said, was. yeah, you know, he did say it has been um, quite popular. So that's always good. Yeah. I'd, I'd like to enjoy that with, um, yeah, with, with more people and more people who are really into it. Um, this will probably, Probably will not be going to any more 
Creek Ridge events um, this year. You know, they, they've shut the pool down and especially the way the temperatures have been going at night, it's getting cold and unpleasant. And the events that are left, yeah, this weekend was Lumberjack weekend and then they've got their Halloween weekend. And then I think that's it. I think there's a couple more weeks, but I can't remember right offhand. Yeah, they're they're open. Yeah, they're only open for a few more weeks. But yeah, the season ha- is basically winding down. Uh, summertime is is over, and well, at least it yeah. was a good weekend for the last weekend of the pool. Yeah, a little bit cold uh, Saturday night, but other than that, it was it overall a good weekend. Yeah, they had it set up for a midnight swim. Um, yeah, I, I went to bed. Did you see anybody uh, in take a dip in the pool at midnight? Oh, yeah. I actually uh, went over there. That was actually the, the temperature had dropped enough where there's actually a fog coming out of the pool, coming off the pool because the temperature had dropped. But there was probably, let's say, six or eight or so in the pool. And then there was <laughs> some other others kind of hanging out on the, the pool deck there. But it's like, if it wasn't so cold, I would have did it. I would have went in there. But it's like, yeah, no, it's like. The, with the water heated it's nice but it, when you end up getting out of the out of the water it's like nope 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 nope, nope, nope that's nope, just nope, too nope, cold nope. yeah no you need you need your towel right there <laughs> yeah and and you need to beat feet into a hot shower uh-huh uh and yeah not yeah not my idea of a good time i'm reminded of my boss at the radio station every year in the middle of winter as part of the publicity for the station, he would do a polar bear dip. <laughs> and it, he invited me to do it. And I'm like, no, uh-uh, no, I, I don't do well in cold. Yeah, I, I bundled myself up and, and have the heaters going. He's like, it's like the water is not that cold. It's the air that, that's yeah. cold afterwards. I'm like, yeah, no, uh-uh, no, no. No, you you do it. You've done it. That this is your your shtick. But yeah, leave me out of this. Um, yeah. And then um, yeah, trying to think. Sunday, that <laughs> Sunday coming back. That was an adventure. <laughs> yeah. So on yeah on Friday we had uh, turned on your cars. Wi-Fi hotspot to, to try and get some better internet and yeah, left I mean, that going for a while. But then Saturday we ran down to Meyer uh, in Jackson, which, you know, we thought that would be enough to charge the battery back up and it started right up on Saturday. Well, it, if it wouldn't have, um, if it wouldn't have, as I know, when we ended up leaving camp, it started hard, but I expected that for what it was for how long we had to hot, the hotspot on which the only way you can do that is to have the ignition on accessory mm-hmm. so you end up draining the battery fairly quickly that way but luckily there was enough power in there where we were actually able to start the engine and draw head down to the mire and pick up a few things and then when we ended up leaving mire it ended up starting just fine then so i figured it would have been fine but Ended up coming up on Saturday or on Sunday. Sunday. Yeah. It didn't want to uh, start and had to end up getting a, a jump for that. So I don't know if it's the fact that I had the doors open for that, even though I had the lights turned off or 
something else. But it did it did sound like that uh, battery did have a bad cell in it. Yeah, what was it? Uh, on my way, uh, way to work on Thursday uh, this week, I ended up uh, had to wait for a tow truck for for an hour as the uh, the uh, fuel rail pressure sensor went bad it wouldn't give me fuel oh, for no. that so it's like where it was i was getting on the freeway and i seen all kinds of the, the dash lit up like a christmas tree and it's like oh dear uh, the oh, speed no. limited everything else and i'm like oh no nope, no nope, no nope, i'm nope, not nope. even gonna try to go on that because that was pulling in the start uh, where i was getting on the freeway goes right into a construction zone so it's like nope we're pulling off to the side to stop yeah. Hello, OnStar. <laughs> I need exactly. a tow truck. I'm broken down on the side of the road. Uh, yep. So I had to get a new battery for the car because that was bad. They took it over to the dealership. They couldn't actually test it because the battery was so bad that it was given all kinds of strange voltages to everything. So I had to. Put uh, a new 120 bat- volts. That can't be right. <laughs> <laughs> so they had to put. Uh, a new uh, get a, put a new battery in that, and then they had to replace the sensor. So yeah, there's a new battery plus five hundred bucks. But what can you do? You got an older vehicle that that happens. Well, perhaps consider upgrading the vehicle sometime. You know, when you reach that point where repairs end up being more than what the monthly payment would be on a a new exactly. car, you're like, it's time. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, saw a really nasty accident coming back as well. That was oh yeah, yeah, so, yeah that saw was crazy. A, saw a car on its side, um, yeah, just the, off of an on ramp. Yeah, that was crazy. I don't know what happened there. Yeah, um, but but yeah, we we did the right thing. We called that in, and yeah, hopefully everybody was okay. I didn't see oh, anything sure. about that on the news. Um, so, but. Yeah. Um, any other? Uh, yeah, because I ended up sleeping a lot the, uh, that weekend and a lot of time in the uh, tent. I know for the future not to bring um, any breakfast foods because the the coffee and the um, and the the baked goods that they have at the lodge every morning that's enough for me for breakfast uh, when I'm out camping. So. Mm-hmm. Now I have to uh, figure out what to do with a whole box of complete pancake mix. Um, I think I'm going to turn it into blueberry muffins. Eh, you figure something out to do with yeah. it. Yeah, I've got this uh, this pan that's made for brownies um, that you know produces like I think two inch squares, something like that. Um, maybe four inch. I- I'm not good with with distances in my head. Um, but yeah, do that, add some more blueberry to the batter and just shove it in the oven at 350 and, until it's done. And yeah, it's finally cooling, cooling off enough to start baking again. So, and start baking breads and, you know, cakes and add more carbs. That That's really what my body needs. It needs a lot more carbs. <laughs> no. Anything else you uh, you remember and want to share from uh, our weekend? Yeah, I know Saturday night I ended up uh, spending quite a bit of time on the, the dance club uh, that they have there, just kind of hanging out with that. And I know there's a, quite a few of the, the guys that were there trying to get me to go out on the, the floor and dance. And it's like, I don't know how to dance. 
So maybe have somebody teach me. That'll, that'd be nice. But uh, there's uh, actually had my uh, glow collar on there at the, the, uh, when I was over there and there's actually a few people actually came up and uh, uh, gave me comments on that. So that was kind of cool. Yeah. That, that led glow collar. Yeah. You can see that from halfway across the camp. It's oh, uh, yeah, it's surprisingly bright. Uh, something that I remembered um, from Saturday night. Um, I, at the bonfire, I saw somebody, I'm like, that beard, that haircut, those glasses, you look like somebody I used to know, but last I heard he was in Arizona. Um, like, would he be back in Michigan and not tell me? I, I went up and said, pardon me, did you used to be blah? And he's like, nope, sorry. I'm like, well, dang, you look almost like him. My thought in the back was about 25 pounds heavier, but then again, who isn't 25 pounds heavier these days? Oh yeah. I know with COVID, but don't they say that there's always like a twin of the, of this people out there? Yeah. Well, and, and I, I, I should have looked closer. The, the guy I knew who's again, last I heard he was in Arizona, um, has a boot fetish and I don't think I've seen him in, in anything less than boots that came up to his knee. Um, but this guy was just wearing sneakers. So, yeah. but yeah, it was weird. I mean, the, the beard looked, you know, same beard, same glasses, same haircut. And I'm like, dang, yeah, I, I would have liked, if it would have been him, it would have been amazing and would have caught up, but no, no such luck. That's, uh, that's what's been going on this past week. And I want to talk about our favorite sponsor. The Butters Hygienics Company, available at getthebutters.com. Queer-owned, Michigan-based, POC-owned. They make a wide variety of lubricants and other wonderful uh, skincare products, including uh, this week's featured product, their new bath oil entitled The Blood of My Enemies. And if you look at this, this is a bright red bath oil um it, it's it's for their halloween line for only ten dollars you can enjoy a nourishing deviously scented iron and rosewood infused bathing oil for the murderous victorious and the exceedingly spooky this is free of alcohol sls silicone and preservatives directions draw hot bath pour in as much blood as you need for your purposes and soak Alternately, throw it all over your shower so you can have a real murder scene on your hands. Then try to clean it up and bathe away your sins before the cops come. FYI, if you add water to the bottle, it will co- coagulate. Um, so uh, for best shelf life, keep dry in the bottle. Shelf life is about two years, similar to skin so soft. So yeah, have a spooky bath today. Think that you're bathing in the blood of virgins to maintain your youth without, you know, all those unpleasant questions from the FBI and local law enforcement (laughs) when they see that. Again, this is available for $10 from getthebutters.com, and you can use promo code Harry for 15% off and free domestic shipping on all orders. Once again, getthebutters.com, promo code Harry expert portion of the show bravo with you on wanted to talk about 
what really connected us in the first place, uh, and that is uh, pumping. And uh, yeah, I've been interested in pumping for several years, but haven't really gotten into it. Um, but yeah, me and with you, I ended up buying a tube and doing a lot more pumping than I have been in the past. How did you first get started uh, in, in pumping? Oh, geez, that was such a long time ago. I can't really remember how I got um, in, in started in that. How, how many years ago was that now? <laughs> I, I can't remember. It's been so 20 ish. <laughs> I don't think it's been that long, maybe 10 years or so. But yeah, you've been pumping on and off for, for 10 years and you know, you've designed your own gear, sort of. Yeah, it was kind of interesting because I know I've been pumping for many years and just ended up having a standard hand pump. And um, I've had the I've had the uh, Sun Tea Jar for it's probably about the same time I've had for the, the Long Johnny. I've had two, which is actually an acrylic tube. It'd be nice if I can replace the Sun Tea Jar with actually an acrylic because the glass isn't that great to pump with as it can uh, fracture Shatter. if you're not careful <laughs> and definitely don't want that to happen. So yeah, yeah when I, when I use that, I'm very careful with the, the vacuum level I put on it. Cause I don't want that to happen. That wouldn't be good. Yeah. Pressure differential failure and glass and genitals are not a happy combination. No. Yeah. Cause yeah, I think the acrylic, if that failed, that was just like, dent wouldn't it? it yeah that's like quarter inch acrylic i mean it, it's not much that can happen with that other than the i know there's times where the 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 lid that goes on the top of it they actually have a something that a sealant that puts on there those have actually popped off before and i've, I've known some guys that have had to re repair that what to you is the appeal um uh, of the pump i've just ended up liking what it's what it does with it, it it's because when I first started, I, it kind of got bigger, uh, you know, my dick and balls, but I didn't actually really notice that much of a difference until I ended up, uh, starting to, there was some uh, guys I met on, uh, one of the pumping discord servers who ended up starting to get me to, um, build a electric pulse pump. And the first one I had for that was actually, I purchased, uh, aquarium pump off of Amazon which those actually do air and you'd actually easily convert those from air to vacuum mm -hmm. and ended up using a, a breast pump and putting those together through a manifold. So you'd actually get the, 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 the aquarium pump would actually do the base vacuum. And then the breast pump would actually do the pulsing, which would basically uh, put the, the vacuum up higher and release it for that. And that's where I actually started to notice the, the biggest results were actually things ended up getting bigger that way that and at the same time i also ended up doing a uh, wet pumping so i ended up putting uh with the wet pumping you end up putting water in the tube uh, uh hot water well not really too hot more of a warm water and then you end up using a heating pad to keep it warm while you're pumping and that does a good job at keeping kind of things moist moist and warm to kind of stretch with that too let things stretch out, get, you get more um, blood flow to the area yep. and, and get um, get more swelling to it. And, and yeah, from there, uh, from the breast pump and the aquarium pump, 
you've you've since moved on. Yep. Um, I've actually now have a there was somebody over in Europe that had ended up designing a custom pump shield for an Arduino. And I ended up purchasing one of the boards for the from him for that. And that actually works much nicer because the, the breast pump actually had a timer. It shuts off after I forget, was it 15 minutes or half an oh. hour with what I have now, it just keeps going until I turn it off, which is kind of nice. Right. And yeah, I know that with the sessions that we've done, yeah, we always look at at least a, a half hour um, or shooting towards an hour. So yeah, if you had the, the pulse turn off after 15 minutes, that would be mildly annoying. So yeah, he has to turn it back on, but the sessions I usually do are an, uh, an hour, but sometimes I do two, depending on how it, if I have the time and if I feel like it. I've seen the results um, of this. Thank you so much for sharing those <laughs> with me. From my point of view, yes, the, the dick swells up a bit, but really it's your sack that, well, that gets most of the swell. Yeah, I know my sack is definitely increased in size but it's it's amazing on how big my balls actually get after a i get out of the tube for that and then it's kind of interesting so i actually have one of the the old ox balls uh you can't get them anymore i wish you could because it's uh, the silica it's so nice stretchy silicone one of their old uh oh, i forget the name of it the the cock rings that they have it's really stretchy i'd actually stretch it over to my cock and balls and I leave it on there for a while, and the, the sack actually swells up even more from the, the fluid just getting pulled into there. It's amazing. But that, that ring was actually made for pumping originally. If a listener would be interested in trying out pumping, getting started um, with it, what uh, advice, recommendations uh, do you have uh, for, for those looking to explore this field? Yeah, I know it's one thing that gets interesting with it at first, as I've had the same problem when I first started too, it's ended up starting pumping. There was a lot of, well, not when I was pumping my, my cock, I didn't really have any uh, problem problems with it. But when I started trying to pump my balls in the, uh, the sun tea jar, I noticed there was a lot of pain with that. And I, I don't think it was necessarily the vacuum level that I was using because it wasn't that high. I just wasn't used to the vacuum. So there was a, I don't know if I'd say it was pain. It's kind of more discomfort kind of thing. It's like, Ooh, this isn't any fun. And I ended up stop pumping that way for a while until I ended up getting the pulse pump and trying it again and was amazed by the results that I was actually able to do it for as long as I did just before I, I couldn't. But at the time when I first started, I was just using a static vacuum instead of a one that goes up and down. Okay. So recommend, figuring out a way to um, get the, the pulse for the, the best results and, and the most comfort on it. Um, yeah. It's just, you got to start, start slow with it too. It takes time for your body to adjust to that. Yeah. And it, it's practice. It's work. Yeah. You can get you know, pretty good gains on that, but it, it's like a muscle. Um, those gains will go away if you're not uh, maintaining and they will go away rather quickly. Um, w- without maintenance. Mm-hmm. So from there, you know, I've had saline infusion uh, in my scrotum before, um, and that was fun. I know um, that's and- one one thing that I'd like to try at some point. I've been talking to a, a couple 
a couple people to be able to help me with that. And our schedules haven't connected yet. I know there's a couple others I've been talking with online that they're they're saying, oh, we can do it, do it over a a, a camera, you know, a web webcam yeah, over session. a Zoom call. <laughs> and it's like, no, I'm not comfortable with that because when you're doing the infusion, you definitely don't want to hit a hit a vein or something. And it's like not that comfortable with poking a needle through there. You definitely need to know where to place it in order to be successful with that. That's for sure. Yeah, you de- you want to you want to have somebody who knows what they're doing do it to you at least once, and exactly. you can observe and be like, "Oh, okay, so it goes that way." And you know, I was supposed to have mine inflated at Claw 2019, which didn't happen. And yeah, there's been some uh, some drama um, with the uh, the group who did the uh, infusion class and you know we're doing infusions so i'm not sure if they're going to be there um come 22 oh yeah we'll see Uh, it is something i'd I'd like to do again i'd like to do more of because that was fun but um yeah the main difference on that is it's it's the weight of it there's a lot more weight than doing it any other way yeah that yeah you're adding you know I added half a liter, which is, you know, half a, half a kilogram of saline Well, be more than half a kilogram because saline's you know, denser than uh, distilled water. But in any event, yeah, I, I felt that pull and oh, yeah. I, you know, I didn't bring pants or underwear to claw. <laughs> that might be a problem. Yeah. I, you know, I was in a kilt most of the time. So after I got infused, um, and I enjoyed it. I was like, okay, I need to go to the vendor mark and get a jock strap. <laughs> uh, because yeah, this is, yeah, there, there's some mass there and it, it's pulling on the, the ligaments and, and the skin. And yeah, it's the boys need some support. Uh, so yeah, got, got myself a, a nice supportive jock and, oh, that felt a lot better. <laughs> And yeah, and, and it was big enough that even in the kilt, you could see that, yeah, there was a noticeable bulge there, even at um, half a liter. Wow. Yeah. So, and, and with you and your pumping and your stretching, I have a feeling you could take a liter easily, maybe two. Yeah. Uh-huh. I don't know. Probably start with one liter. I don't want to overdo it the first time because it takes takes a few days for that to go down. I, yeah. By the third day, um, it was completely out. But yes, and a lot of it was gone after 24 hours. Um, but yeah, so um, and yeah, you can if if you can fit, you can pump to a you know pull more fluid back in and um, it, yeah, extend was, the bulge. Yeah, I know there was some guys I've actually seen in the one group that I'm in that actually end up doing a saline infusion and end up taking a band aid, putting super glue on it, to seal the hole where they put the needle in there and then ended mm-hmm. up get it up sticking that into the monster tube and ended up pulling more into it. It's crazy. Well, you know, for some guys, it, it's all about the bigger in, in any way you can. Um, yeah. I know that on mine, um, they use Dermabond, which is, um, yeah, basically a medical grade super glue. Yeah. Um, 
and yeah, that sealed the hole right up. Um, you know, we put a bandaid on it just in case, but yeah, with that, there was no leakage after that was applied. So anything else you want to say about, uh, pumping growth, um, things like that, that you'd like to tell our listeners. I think that pretty much covers it. Okay. Um, moving forward, crafting. Um, I haven't been doing my crafting. I've been bad. Yeah. It, uh, I've been playing too much Pokemon Go. Uh, <laughs> well, that the weather's been nice to get outside too. Once the weather changes, yeah. that'll probably change too. Yeah. So, yeah, still, still want to make a, a nice knit cap for Sling Bear um, so that he can keep his ears nice and warm and figure out a way to do it without accidentally putting a full twist in it. You have uh, anything crafty that uh, you want to? Uh... Not really. No, no, no crafts for you. Okay. Um, then upcoming events. We will be having um, first Friday coming up, uh, first Friday in October uh, at the Esquire Bar. And uh, yeah, unfortunately, I'll be in Seattle for that event. So I won't be there. Uh, um, I'll be there. And we hope to have uh, more people and more puppies uh, show up there and yeah, have have a good time now um dbc in exile um i just got an email for that um asking whether we want to have it on a saturday or a sunday in october um i haven't responded yet i still need to check my calendar on that but so that's still happening um waiting for the actual detroit bondage club uh to open back up that'll be nice when that happens and yeah, it's yeah. Hopefully, I can make it to that one again and maybe get tied up. I think that'd be kind of fun. Now we talked about it and haven't had a chance to do that yet, other than just the uh, sleep sack. Yeah, um, yeah. I have a feeling if you uh, if we do end up going, you know, like email the host um, a day or two before and say, "Hey, would you be kind enough to mm-hmm. uh, to tie me up, tie me down?" I I think he would be amenable to that. And, uh, yeah, I know. I've kind of talked to him about it a couple of times. Claw is going to be Thanksgiving weekend in LA and uh, not going to that one. Um, And then Mr. International Rubber is also going to be in November as usual, but I don't know, man, I'm, I'm not feeling big groups. Um, I'm not feeling, I'm not feeling being in um, a metal tube with a bunch of people for a couple hours uh riding down the rails from battle creek to chicago um yeah so i uh, probably end up skipping that again this year which yeah it's unfortunate but yeah a lot of people don't want to be in big groups for obvious yeah. reasons anymore oh speaking of um not wanting to be in big groups um shortly after recording the last episode if you remember i said i was going to go see um, a fathom event of follies, um, which I did. And it, it was a very nice production. Um, the take on Sally was different, very different from the, um, cast recording that I have. Um, so I've got on CD, a double CD of follies when it was revived with Bernadette Peters. 
And then this one that I saw was by the uh, National Theatre Company in London. And the way they presented Sally in the London one, she came across as a lot more, I want to say dim, you know, kind, kind of like an Edith Bunker or a Rose Nyland, um, where, you know, I, I don't think Bernadette Peters can do that. She, you know, in that one, she was much more stately. I, I don't know. Um, but it was, it was interesting to see the, the different take on the two characters, but I'd mentioned I was a bit concerned that, you know, I thought maybe this would be really popular and I might not be able to get a seat. There was a total of five people in that theater to see Follies. How, how many did they actually have seating for in there? Um, 150. Yeah, that's crazy. I'm yeah. surprised that they'd actually make any money out of that with only that many people there. Uh, well, I mean, I think they were showing it due to contract. Ah, so, okay. so, yeah, you know, this was a Fathom event. This was a one-time satellite broadcast. You know, it was a rebroadcast, but it was still, you know, a one-time broadcast. And I think that um, particular theater is contracted to show all of those Fathom event things. So, yeah, maybe that'll change, but um, I'm glad I got to see it. I, I, yeah, I enjoyed watching it and Sondheim has said he's going to write or that he has written and is going to try and produce another musical. Um, so that should be, um, that should be interesting to see, see what he has to say in his nineties. And on that note, we've run out of time again. Please send your questions, comment, show ideas, dirty pictures, Pokemon Go codes. Uh, or dirty pictures to sir.arcane at harryprone.com or tweet at us. We are at harryprone.com. Please be sure to listen to our friends on the internet, Off the Cuffs, Sewers of Paris, and Linoleum Knife. Thank you so much for listening. We are your hosts, Sir Arcane, with Pop Bravo, wishing you peace, love, and perversion. Good night. Good night.